Warning, Me Time and Murder is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. <laughs> oh, for God's sake, here Dancing we go. around him, reciting <laughs> poetry. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> oh my God. That's crazy. No, why? <laughs> oh, well, big surprise. Oh God. <laughs> Dead on the bathroom floor. <gasps> Did it? It's okay. Oh. <laughs> Tres, what are you drinking? Today I'm drinking Robert's decaf tea. Robert's? You are ba- cheating on Barry? Yeah, I would love a Barry's decaf, but right now I am drinking Robert's. It's still an Irish brand, but it's uh-huh. it's nice. I'm not sure is it a strong Barry's. Like you put the tea bag in and it's like already strong. You know, there's no weight around. It's, it's nice taste, but... I love a quick tea. I hate this kind of waiting for it to brew. Waiting for it to stew. Is yeah. that just me? Is anyone else like that? Mm. Because if I wait for it to brew, if I go back to my desk and I sit down and I'll wait for it to brew, uh-huh. I'll get up like 10 minutes later and it'll be cold. <laughs> like I just forget <laughs> about it. So I need uh-huh. to like make my tea in the moment. Yeah, I know what you mean. What are you drinking, Maria? I am drinking Twining's peach tea. Oh, yummy. Yeah, I haven't had it in a while. So it's been forgotten about. Yeah, showing twining some love. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and what about your me time? For me time, I'm just keeping it really simple. I'm actually just putting a big thick layer of hand cream on, and I'm going to sit and let that soak in while we record because my hands are feeling really parched. Just all of the uh, anti back is just kind of. I had a lot of anti back this weekend. <laughs> What's anti back? Antibacterial. You had a lot of it? You, yeah. What's that? You mean you mean the hand sa- you mean hand sanitizer? Yeah. Oh right. Yeah. On my hands. So they're really, really dry. So I am using this isn't actually a hand cream, but I put it on my hands. It's the CeraVe moisturizing cream. It comes in a big old tub. And it's uh-huh. just really, really simple. Like CeraVe's products are like that. There's no like fragrance or unnecessary things in them because my hands are really sensitive Mm. which is really annoying because obviously you use your hands a lot well for the first time i am trying the ordinary i am well behind in the times wait a minute that Uh that sentence doesn't sound right Uh, like i don't think their website delivers to hong kong but i was Uh. shopping the other day and I seen like a whole big section of the ordinary in like a Where? local drugstore. Oh, it's like this Chinese okay. drugstore. Okay. Yeah. yeah, so I got a couple of things what to did you get? try it out. So I've just got like you a thick layer of the natural moisturizing factors plus hyaluronic acid. Yeah. 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 And you've got so that on your face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Nice. I've not it's, used um, that, but I know the one you're on about. Because I was going to get the, um, my friend, she looks great, she looks great, and I was asking her what moisturizer she uses, and she uses mm-hmm. Kiehl's. Have you heard about Kiehl's? I have. Now, they're a little pricier, obviously. Very expensive. so affordable, the ordinary. <laughs> yeah, I went to, like, go buy Kiehl's, and I was like, I think it was, like, £38 or something for, like, a little tub. Yeah, that sounds like, oh. about right. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm not sure, but I think that they're quite natural. So maybe that's what you're paying for. 
It's hard to know. I don't know if they mm. are any better or if their branding is just good. I know it's like, hard to know. I mean, that I do believe that skincare doesn't need to be expensive when it comes to the ingredients. You know. Yeah. Like, like, like in the store, they've. I don't know if you have a kale store, but in our kale store, like they've all got like skeletons dressed in yeah. like lab the, coats. The, the one in Belfast was like that. I always remember the skeleton. Uh huh. <laughs> Which I don't get. I think like, what does that have to do with moisturizer? Science. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I'm I don't, not buying I, it. I don't buy it either. So I bought. Oh, I meant. Yeah, no. I was tempted by. I think they have this like kiwi eye cream or avocado eye cream. I can't oh. remember, but it was like the the the, the big thing for a while. Mm-hmm. But every eye cream I get just irritates my eyes. So it doesn't matter how expensive it is. In fact, if it's more expensive, it's probably going to be worse. So, because it's got just too much in it. I yeah. The struggle is real. But oh the ordinary. Okay, Tres, today we are going to talk about Elizabeth Donahue. Do you not know this person? No, I don't think it's a very well known case. Okay. Um, which is good. I think our listeners, from the analytics, I can see that our listeners prefer cases. That are unknown, like pretty unknown. Okay. So, so I'm hoping this is right up everybody's alley. I certainly like unknown. Yeah, I was able to like go on to the, but I was able to go on to the Apple downloads, like just the Apple uh, analytics mm-hmm. for like our episodes, mm-hmm. and you could see the percentage of people who were skipping over like famous cases, but like unknown oh, cases would have like eighty to hundred percent of listeners listen to that episode but if it's like an unknown case it's like 60 percent that's right or if it's a known case if it's a known case like if it's famous it's like 60 percent so yeah also people Mm -hmm. for some reason don't seem to like the animal cases (laughs) have we done many oh wait the the horse who did the horse and the animals on the titanic titanic Uh uh-huh guess not everyone's thing but anyway so we're not doing that today but we've got a twisty one here unknown Okay, so let's start. On Friday evening, April 23rd, 2004, we are in Hertz, England. Okay. 39-year-old Elizabeth Donahue was at home running a bath. Her three teenage kids were out for the night and her second husband, 35-year-old James Donahue, was chilling in the living room watching TV. Elizabeth was sitting in the bathroom chatting to her friend Christopher on the phone when all of a sudden she heard two loud bangs. No. She went down the stairs to look around, only to find her husband, James, lying in a pool of blood. Awful. The perpetrator had fled. Neighbours who had heard the two loud bangs and the commotion called the police and an ambulance. Elizabeth was taken to the hospital in a state of shock, while James was pronounced dead at the scene. Now... When a person is murdered, who is usually the first suspect? Spice. Yes. Police arrested and charged Elizabeth and her phone caller that night, Christopher. Charged him? Right. After some digging, police were convinced that Elizabeth was having an affair with the man on the phone. Convicted rapist and kidnapper Christopher Reed. Wait a minute. Mm. All right, wait a minute. I'm just going to be real here. When I heard she was on, when I heard she was drawing a bath, 
Yeah. And speaking to some guy, Christopher, on the phone, uh-huh. it did send alarm bells to me. And then I thought, Christopher is her gay best friend. Yeah. Lovely be. Christopher. Yeah. Because don't know what I'd be talking to, um, you know, a straight male friend while I'm in the bath. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's something about that that's just... Yeah. Yeah. The gay best friend. Maybe. I don't so, know. So he is not who I'm thinking. No, he he's is not, not the gay best friend. He's a character. He's a... Okay. He's a... Yeah. All right. Yeah. I don't know what they were talking about. Like, I don't know, who knows? They could I be just talking wonder, about... Was that a regular thing? Or like she was don't know. just normally... Talk- okay. So he's a convicted rapist and... Kidnapper. Kidnapper. Uh-huh. And when interviewing potential accomplices and others who could be possibly linked to the crime, police were able to retrieve the sawn-off shotgun of Christopher's son, Christopher Jr. This was the shotgun. Yeah, it was sawn-off shotgun was the murder weapon. Does does that mean that they erased the kind of serial number and stuff? I'm not too sure how it works. I think it like changes the ballistics i'm not too oh. sure how what is the point of a so son of shotgun the son's gun was used i don't think the gun was just found in the son's house oh oh okay the point of a son of shotgun is shotgun is that it's easier to conceal okay okay it's just to make it smaller essentially Sha- sh- Sean off. Sean off. That's really hard to say. Sean. Sean. Past tense Son. of, of saw. Sean. I didn't even know that was a word. Sean off. But it's not okay. sawed. Is it a sawed off? Sean. Oh, I thought that's what you were. I thought like he sawed it off. Yeah, it is sawed off. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. So is confused. it sawed? It's not. It doesn't have a little thingy underneath. It's definitely spelt right. Whatever. It, okay. People okay. saw off the the thing to make it smaller. Okay. So it's illegal to do this. Yes. And the son, is this the couple's biological son? This is Christopher's or, son. Had this from gun. a previous from a previous relationship. Yeah, Christopher and Elizabeth are like not dating, or they're not official, or whatever. Oh, sorry. This is Christopher's son. Yeah, Christopher's son. Christopher, who was on the phone. Yes, bad Christopher. To her, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. okay. At trial... Sorry, but... I thought we were talking about the son of the murdered man. Of James, no. I really no. need to keep up. Okay. No. Elizabeth has three teenage kids from a, from her first marriage. And then no kids with James. And then Christopher... Oh. There's and Christopher... Christopher one son. Yeah. There's Christopher Senior okay. and Christopher Junior. Oh God! Okay, <laughs> I, know. I know people do that, but oh, yeah. I don't know about that. <laughs> Dan Jr. Think of a new name. Jaren Jaren Junior. Oh, cannot call Jaren Junior. There is a name, and I don't want to say what it is, but there is a name that Dan has for a baby name, and I'm uh-huh. really impressed by this. I'm really impressed because I uh-huh. really like it. Uh-huh. I know that sounds really bad. <laughs> I'm okay. shocked that I liked it. <laughs> but, I'm impressed, baby. But then at dinner last night. Someone said, "Oh yeah, my mom's cat, so and so," and I was like, "No, no!" Like, someone is used as a cat name, so I'm like, "Oh god!" Yeah, then, you know. Cause, anyway, anyway. Yeah. God, so many names are taken. Maybe I will just. What is do the name? Why don't you share? Tres Junior. 
Tres Jr. I'm not sharing it. Why not? Tres Jr. That's the name. I'm not sharing <laughs> it. Because you, if someone's already used it as a cat name, I don't want it getting out further. <laughs> oh, so... Oh. Keeping this close. Mm. Yeah. Close. It's going to be yeah. something stupid, like... It's not. Like Charlotte or nice. something boring. No, it's not. But I do like Charlotte. Charlotte is a nice name. It is, actually. Do you know there's not a lot of Charlottes? Okay, let's get back on track. At trial, prosecution lawyers argued that on the night of James's murder, Elizabeth had left the back door open and went upstairs. Then, on the phone, Elizabeth directed Christopher, gun in hand, towards James. At the trial, the crime scene was reconstructed and presented by the prosecution to the jury. As well as cell site analysis forensics was used during trial. Mobile phone geolocation tracking, tracking the cell phone tower pings, like you know the tower, mm-hmm. the ping, yeah, everybody knows this, was used to pinpoint Lizzie's, Elizabeth's exact location in the house. The prosecution also used firearms identification forensics and the forensic evidence testified to match the bullet and the gun. And in return for a lesser sentence, the holder of the gun, Christopher Jr., testified against his father, Christopher <gasps> Sr. <gasps> yeah. It was like a slam dunk case. They had all this like forensic evidence. They had all of this. Yeah. And then they had testi- testimony. Yeah. Christopher Jr. claimed that Sr., his dad, had asked him to hide the murder weapon, shotgun, and to wash the clothes he had been wearing at the scene. Alright, so we know what went down. Do we know why? Well, this is what was speculated. This is this okay. is what was in court. The motive, not only that they were having an affair, but Elizabeth and Christopher had planned the murder months in advance. Oh God. According to the prosecution, prosecution and the investigation team, three months prior, Elizabeth took out a life insurance policy on James forging his signature in the event in the event of james's death elizabeth was set to inherit 144 thousand pounds yeah i mean it's all right but it's actually not that great yeah right i just feel like i've heard so many other cases where it's like millions and millions where you would pause but uh, like like, well a hundred and forty-four thousand yeah. pounds is like that is you you, you could just steam pathetic. through that in like like two years easy. She's like she's not thinking straight. Uh-uh. But yeah. It was also revealed in court that Elizabeth and Christopher Senior had plotted to kill James on two separate occasions. According to Christopher Junior, one plot was put in motion when Junior and Senior planned on ambushing James. They had stalked and waited for him in a van, but for some unknown reason, they decided not to go through with it. I think they sort of Hmm. got cold feet and called it Hmm. off. Okay. Another time was when Elizabeth and Christopher asked Junior to produce a powder that would induce a heart attack when swallowed. But Christopher, Yeah, I don't know. They're watching too much Breaking Bad, right? Yeah, what the hell? At this point, though, Christopher Jr. was out of it. He didn't want any part of it, and he refused to find this powder or administer wow. this powder, if it exists. Yeah, I never heard of that, but okay. Yeah. 
Christopher Jr., who admitted assisting an offender, but gave evidence against his father, he was jailed for 21 months. Okay. In court, Elizabeth pleaded innocent, swearing that she was unaware of Christopher Sr.'s previous convictions. That could be true, but you're still involved in a yeah, yeah. murder plan. Yeah. Her lawyers pointed out that Elizabeth had also never had any run-ins with the law and was, until now, of good character. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Christopher mm-hmm. Reid and Elizabeth Donahue were both found guilty on unanimous verdicts. Elizabeth Donahue and Christopher Reid were jailed for life with a minimum of 30 years in prison. Wow. Yeah, right? That judge really went for it. Oh, wait, because he did die. Your man did die. James is dead, yeah. He's dead. He's dead. It wasn't just a... Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like they yeah. tried multiple times. Yeah, so this wasn't just a plan. They get, yeah, sorry. Yeah. yeah, he's dead. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm yeah. with that. I'm all for that. Okay, and that's the end of the case. Really? No. <laughs> oh, my God, what happens? Something about the son, Christopher Jr. What's he up oh. to? So fast forward about 15 years to today. Elizabeth Donahue is still in prison and still maintaining her innocence. Hmm. Is she now? Hmm. Because we have a twist. Oh, God, no. Oh, God, no. Am I going to feel really bad for the things that I've said? <laughs> so we're 15 years later. Yeah, today. She's been in jail for 15 years, so half of her sentence. Mm-hmm. But they... Can, can she get, like... I don't know, do they even call it parole in the UK? But can she get that? Or Yeah. Well... She can. Yeah, but or, only after 30 years. Yeah, after the 30 years. Uh-huh, yeah. uh-huh. Elizabeth is currently being represented by Appeal, a UK charity and law practice that fights miscarriages of justice and demands reform. Wow. Mm. All right, so they wouldn't take her on unless they felt it was uh-huh. a good, solid this reason. Is Similar and alike to the hugely successful and rightfully famous Innocence Project in America. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, yeah. Yeah, so our version, in the UK anyway, is appeal.org. And this is taken from their website. We recognise that sometimes the system gets it wrong. Stories such as those of the Guildford Four and the Birmingham Six rocked the nation when their convictions were declared unjust back in the 80s and 90s. But has British justice taken steps to ensure these failures do not recur? When the police don't have the resources to investigate thoroughly, when junk science slips into our courtrooms, when the legal aid regime hobbles the defence, or when evidence favourable to the defence is not disclosed, miscarriages of justice can and do still occur. Mm-hmm. So, back to Elizabeth Donahue. According to appeal.org, and Lizzie as they refer to her, everything okay. in the case has been mishandled. Uh-oh. The crime reconstruction, the forensic science, and the witness testimony. So For example... The sorry, witness yeah. testimony was who? The neighbours or...? It no, the, the, the son. The son. The son. Christopher Jr. Yeah. Okay. Mm, I've always been a little bit suspicious of him. <laughs> I have. I have, though. Because it was like he was going along with it and then all of a sudden he had a conscience. I don't yeah. know. I don't know about him. The prosecution. And then he only did 21 months, do you know? Yeah, that's he not He got long, off light. Yeah. 
And, if, yeah. and, and it could be early. You could be out earlier with good behaviour. Yeah, it's just not a lot. Mm-mm. The prosecution argued that the pair planned the murder in order to cash in on the forged life insurance policy. However, it has since been proven that the signature was actually never forged. Oh my God. So James did sign that life insurance policy himself. That's a big piece of the case because mm-hmm. it made her look extremely dodgy. Because that's the... It made her give her motive. The motive for like money, like incentive yeah. of money. Like she yeah. set it up. Today, mm-hmm. we, today we also know that handwriting analysis is very controversial forensic science, with some courts and judges dismissing it from cases entirely. Like, they just will not take handwritten forensic science at all. Wow. However, in this case, it was used as damning evidence for motive, like we just said. Mm Mm-hmm. Appeal is also focused on the crime reconstruction presented in court to support the prosecution case that Lizzie let her friend in to kill James by the back door of the house. However, this reconstruction is incompatible with what is known from the actual crime scene photos and the pathologist report. So they reconstructed what they thought happened instead of like going from the pictures of the crime scene. Why? Mm. Okay. Also, during the trial, the prosecution used cell site analysis forensics to pinpoint Lizzie's exact location in the house when you said that at the time i remember thinking is that possible Uh uh-huh right the exact like the the room that you are in like it's never that exact no i that's that that twigged for me but i thought maybe they had some special i don't know (laughs) that could do that but yeah okay now, today, this technology is still not perfect. Like, we still oh, today, wow. in 2021, it's not perfect. I cannot get wow. your exact location. But in 2004, it was way, it was far, yeah. far, far, far worse. Far mm-hmm. from, far from perfect. Remember, in 2004, when the murder took place, the most popular phone was the Motorola Razor, right? Okay. The flip phones. The chunky Nokia's, yeah. And Do that you is love a, s- a good flip phone? <laughs> I know. Remember you those, feel those cool. Flap. Flipping it open. Flipping it down. Slapping it. Oh, goodbye. Just slap it. The chunky Nokia's were also very popular. The Nokia. Like the 3310. 20, 20, 22, 10. No, wait, that I thought it was like a 3310. And then there's like the 3410. And Mine there was like- had a piglet case cover. It was. Oh my God, I remember that. Everything. It was everything to me. My piglet case cover. Oh my god. god. I was obsessed I with it. I would just stare at it. Loved I would play like so much snake and stuff. Do you remember? Oh, under the covers at night. Oh, uh, god. That we, yeah. <laughs> oh god. You'd think the, we're asleep but we're playing snake. Oh. So good. God. So boring. What a boring game. You know you can still play Did it. Did that for like an hour. Huh? It's like on YouTube if you press... There's like three buttons if you press at the same time. Snake comes up on YouTube, on all the YouTube screens. No way. Yeah, you can still play it. But so can you imagine that those were the phones that they're saying they could pinpoint her exact location? I know, LOL. Yeah, yeah. yeah. no, lol. 
And that's assuming that she had the most popular phone in 2004. Mm. It's possible she had a, a phone from 2000 or 2002, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. I know when he said it like that. <laughs> it's like, you're fucked. Yeah. The prosecution lawyers greatly exaggerated the ability of these phones, which today we think is ridiculous. But at the time, people were sold on it. They're like, this is new technology. They're tracking us. They know where we are at all times. But really, yeah. it was I suppose when you good. said it, I did think, ah, but then I was like, well, maybe, you know. Yeah. I can see how people would believe it. Like 15 years ago. Yeah. Also, the forensics of firearm ballistic identification has also came under much scrutiny in these in recent years. So, like, matching bullets with their guns is also okay. very controversial because we know... I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Like, it's right. not an exact, exact science. Oh. According to Appeal.org and Lizzie, the police suffered from tunnel vision during the case. They didn't follow any other lines of inquiry, including indications that James's murder was related to drugs. Oh, for goodness sake. If he was selling drugs or if he owed money to drug dealers, that was not followed up. So he was. He it seems like money. it. He, he, yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. Or else he was selling drugs. I don't, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And there were also gaps in the case. An unreliable witness who hid the supposed murder weapon. He, he is the one who filled in all of the gaps in the testimony. Yep. Chris Jr. <laughs> Lizzie God. is still serving a minimum 30-year life sentence in prison, where she is renowned for her readiness to help other prisoners. Lizzie struggles through day by day on the love and support of her three children and her own mother all of whom remain convinced that she is the victim of a miscarriage of justice. In our eyes, the person that done it, done, done it is still out there. I just want my mum out, says one of Lizzie's daughters. I don't only want justice for myself and my family, I want justice for James as well, says Lizzie. Lizzie so, herself said that? Yeah. When you hear that, I do appreciate that because I feel like so often accused people... Don't bring that up. Yeah. Do you ever notice that? Sometimes they forget the original victim. Yeah. I'm Mm -hmm. now the victim and Mm -hmm. that would make me believe her a Mm. bit more unless she's really calculated and she's thought that through. But but not to... um, Sorry, I know we talked about this a lot, but the West Cork case, I find that like (laughs) Ian Bailey never... Now... That's because, so so obviously, look, uh, Elizabeth and James were married. Obviously, if Ian didn't know Sophie, you know, he wouldn't really want to find her uh-huh. uh, killer. But, you know, if I was accused, I'd want to find who actually did it just simply to get me off as well, <laughs> you know? like. <laughs> but some people just don't even talk about getting actual justice. And I find that very suspicious when someone doesn't talk about, yeah, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know, I'm leaning towards now that she wasn't she wasn't involved. Why was she involved with such a creep though? That Chris guy. And I mean, maybe she didn't know about his past, Chris's past crimes. It's possible. It is possible. Yeah. It's possible. You just don't 
tell the person. Yeah, I mean, that's scary, isn't it? That, that yeah. There's people out there and you don't know what they've done. Yeah. Mm. Mm. So what do you think? Do you think she did it? I'm leaning towards that she didn't. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think Same. so. Well, so is the trial ongoing, like, nope. right now? They're trying to get her, like, an appeal. They're trying to get her... It's oh, been. so that appeal hasn't even been granted. Yeah, so that's why wow. it's called appeal.org. Okay. But yeah, oh so... My goodness. Listeners, tell us what you think. Do you think she did it? Hmm? Mm. Yeah. I'm quite stumped. What do you think? I think she should get another trial. For sure. I like, she should get because an appeal. Because of all the dodginess. Yeah. Such she should, dodgy, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, forensics. Yeah. Um... Although Chris did kill him. I'm pretty sure Chris did kill him because that's they had the gun. I'm not too but sure. See, They're not representing Chris's, Chris. Would Chris's motive be drugs? You see, we, that's what we need. To, we need all the loose ends tied up. If Chris was involved uh-huh. with the drug dealers, uh-huh. uh, maybe then. It's not a high-profile case, so I couldn't find very mm. much information on it. Yeah. But yeah. I'm suspicious of Chris Jr. Yes, me also. Mm. He's he's a little shit. And these people have done 15 bloody years. I think I'm Chris saying. deserves it. I'm not sure. <sighs> yeah. If Elizabeth had knowledge of the plan, but I don't know, was somehow... Uh, mm-hmm. not as involved maybe she should get lesser time I don't know mm-hmm. I'm thinking of what's that famous case the ice skater the ice skater do you remember the ice skater no um and then her was it her boyfriend or her brother or something like kneecapped the other ice skater what it's a really famous case what it's a really murder? Famous, it's called it's called Tanya I, Tanya, oh. that's the movie. And it's like um, this really famous ice skater. Oh, you love the movie. Are you sure you haven't seen this movie? I don't know. Can't remember. Anyway, she's a really famous ice skater, but she uh-huh. was from not the greatest background. Uh-huh. I think like her family lived in a trailer and whatnot and mm-hmm. just that whole kind of scene of ice skating is you need, you need to have a bit of money for it you know uh-huh. and she didn't really have the same etiquette as some of the other girls yeah it's very middle was, class sport like most of the oh Olympics. it is yeah and yeah. she just didn't really uh align herself with mm-hmm. the values like she she it was it's, it's actually it's really funny she, she's she's uh-huh. she's brilliant but her her boyfriend and her brother like kneecap, not kneecapped. Sorry, kneecapped is so wrong. <laughs> kneecapped is so wrong. It was not a kneecapping. What am I talking about? But they, they, they what? took a, they took, they took a bat and bashed in her knee or something like that. Her and, knee. Um, huh? No, the the competitor's knee. I Fuck. am butchering this story. <laughs> but they took the bat and they they hit the girl's knee because obviously that's a really important part for a ice skater uh-huh. um and there's a whole like it's really famous american case but the it was it was this whole sort of 
did Tanya know? Was she involved yeah. or was she not involved? Because she kind of had knowledge. Like, they had sort of said it. And I don't think she yeah. took it serious or she told them not to do it. And it's all... Yeah. It just kind of reminded me of that. Like, what if Lizzie... You know, sometimes people joke, like, oh, yeah, we're going to do this. And you're like, but really, are you? Uh-huh. Or, you know... Just wishful thinking. Like, you know, it'd be easy to take out the competition. But you wouldn't act on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think this could have been what happened to Lizzie. Yeah, like maybe like oh yeah, yeah, like if like my husband wasn't in the picture, or, like if he yeah. was to die, we could inherit that money. Some people and take be together. That literal, literal. Yeah, I mean, think of the um, "Mommy, Dad, and Dearest" documentary. Uh, oh, my favorite. The child. What was the child called? Well, she wasn't really a child. <laughs> what she was wasn't she even. She was like fucking twenty what, or something. What was her name? Gypsy Rose. Gypsy Rose, how could I forget a name like that? <laughs> she was saying all these things to her boyfriend and then he just did it. Now yeah, he I know. had learning difficulties. Yeah. Most people wouldn't just do it, but it's yeah. funny how someone can just take it so literal and just act on it. That can happen though. Yeah, yeah. But like, yeah, I have a feeling that could have been the case, but I'm very interested to see does she get an appeal? You'd think after 15 years, like that is a long time that they might give her something. And if she's been very good in the prison. Well, speaking of Gypsy Rose, she could be released in 2026. So only like four um, more years. Still though, that, that'll that fly. That's amazing. Oh my goodness. Yeah. No, wait, I no, wait, I lie. She's eligible for p- parole in 2024. Two years. <gasps> wow. Oh. God, I'm so excited for her. Oh god, she's going. It's just going to be like immediate storm when she gets released. Oh god! And I am for it. <laughs> I want to know everything. Oh, I'm so for it. I'm so excited. That's just just such a complicated case, isn't it? But she is the true victim, so that's why she was. Oh god, my heart goes out to her. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. Did you see the Doctor Phil interview? Yeah. No. Yeah, she did an interview with Doctor Phil. I think it was like. In the prison cafeteria. I can never say the word prison. Do you ever know that? Prison. I was in a prison cafeteria or something like that. I don't know. I remember the setting mm-hmm. looking kind of weird. Mm-hmm. But I love a good Dr. Phil interview. Hard to find though. Yeah. Well, we don't really have American TV. Did you watch the one with um, flipping um, uh, the murder of the little beauty queen? Oh, um, what's her name? Mm. Uh, yeah, I know her. I know, yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I know you know. It's just for other people. Her name has escaped me. They know as well. Oh, 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 so tip my tongue. JonBenet Ramsey. JonBenet Ramsey, well done. Did you yeah. see the interview with her brother, the Dr. Phil interview with her brother? No. Oh, Everybody thinks he God, did. I think he did it. You need to watch that interview. What? Mariam, you need huh? to watch that why, interview. Why, why, you why, need why, to. why, 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 why? I, 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 there's no words. You ha- I don't want to give it away. Anyone who hasn't watched it, I don't want to spoil What's it What's his name? Them. Brent? Bart? Brent. Even that name. That's not even the Brent. name. Brent. You'll be floored afterwards. Okay. Okay, I'll give it a go. There, I think there are... 
um, non-verbal analysts that have kind of looked at it as well, which is interesting. But honestly, I'm not sure that you even need someone to break it down for you. It's We're like all so, human. so we obvious. Can all pick up on creepiness. Do you believe that John Bonet Ramsey will be solved? I don't think it's ever going to be solved. No, me neither. And it was interesting before when you brought up um, in Lizzie's case about the the handwriting analysis, like the forensics mm-hmm. of that being a bit dodge. Mm-hmm. It remind, it actually made me think of the John Bonet Ramsey case because yeah. the the letter, the ransom letter, is supposed to be was it the from mother's the small thorn faction. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the exact number of the husband's raise. But, <laughs> but, but um, it's supposed to be the mother's handwriting. Have you ever seen the mother's handwriting and the letters side by side? No. There's a lot of similarities. Oh, shit. And I think in Brent's interview, they mm-hmm. ask, Dr. Phil does say, you know, like, what do you have to say about your mother's handwriting being so close? Yeah. You know, like he brings that up. I can't remember his answer. But it's it's really hard to argue against it. It's like, well, what can you say? <laughs> yeah. But it's not hard evidence, I guess. But it's it's definitely it's, not because hard. the note it's itself was suspicious. Mm. Hmm? It's quite circumstantial. I mean, it is. But it's <sighs> there's just the uh, the note itself, the paper it was written on, and the I know the, it was, the from, the was from the house. <gasps> it was such a long note. You know, you know, you know all the weird things. There's a oh, list yeah. of weird things, and oh, then yeah. her handwriting matches. It's that you know, compounded with all those other things. You know, so it is. Uh, it just, it's just really not looking good. But anyway, yeah, I love that case. Yeah, it's a good case. Yeah. So obviously, if there's updates on Lizzie's case, we will try to do find a catch out. Up. Try, Hopefully, like, eventually. I don't know how you're like meant to like know, because it's not a high-profile case, you know. It's not. Uh, yeah. It's not John Bonet, so like updates can be overlooked and forgotten. It's kind of sad that it's not well known because is it just because like oh hmm, drugs not, you know hmm, drugs they're not they're not wealthy. That's the like John Bonet Ramsey was insanely wealthy. Family. This is it. I think. That's why it's not well known, which is really sad. Yep. Happens um, all the time. Yeah. Okay, so let's please go to Apple Podcasts, rate, rate, review, subscribe, so you get our you get notified when we have a new episode released. Mm-hmm. And you can rate us four stars or above. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you in four is an option now, are we? <laughs> four or above. <laughs> Four or above. I love it. I love it. If it's less than four, we send it back. That is true. Also, we have a Patreon. If you would like to just throw a few bob our way, go check it out. We'll try to get more active on it. But we've just set it up, so it's all very new. It's all very new and confusing and scary. Mm-hmm. If you want to uh, send us some love. Yeah. Yeah. And is that it? Yeah. Slanwalia. Bye-bye. Me Time and Murder would like to thank and acknowledge our sources that make this podcast possible. References can be found on our Instagram page.